Hello and welcome to the Limerick Post Podcasts. We are Limerick. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt. Join me each week as we get to know the people of Limerick who are making the city and county what it is today. You can keep up to date with all Limerick news, sport and entertainment by following the hashtag Keeping Limerick Posted across all our social media channels or visiting limerickpost.ie. So for this week's We Are Limerick podcast, I'm joined by Lisa Daly, chairperson and festival manager of Limerick Pride. Hello, Kian. Happy Pride. <laughs> Happy Pride. Today is the day it kicks off. Yeah, all kicks off today now. So it's mayhem and rainbow for the next couple of days. And, and thanks for taking so, some time out to join me because I know you're very busy. No problem that's at going all. On. So uh, I suppose let's get into it. Pride mm-hmm. 2019, what's in store for Limerick this week? Well, this year is a particular special year with it being um, 50 years with the Stonewall Riots uh, begin, which is kind of the birthplace of when Gay Pride begins. Uh, so this year we're using the hashtag Limerick uh, World Pride to represent that. Um, so our team is basically around Stonewall, but this year we do plan on it being, I know we say it every year, but this year is definitely the biggest year. And I am very confident that, of that before I even seen the parade happening. So you're saying it's the, the biggest yet, but every year it seems to be growing. How has it changed over the last few years since you've took, taken over as chairperson and festival manager? Um, I remember when first started coming along, it was like, you know, you'd we had good crowds. Well, we thought were very good crowds at the time. Um, um, but now it's opened up so much with the cities, different communities, the community groups. Um, you know, everyone gets involved now. I think with the marriage referendum, when that kind of highlighted for that, uh, for the voting, and I think everyone kind of realised that someone knew someone that was LGBT and that kind of opened it up because realistically pride is never going to, you know, we were never going to have our rights without our allies and together we're stronger. And so with that, I just think pride has grown um, more and more. It's changed from saying I'm gay and all your friends kind of running for fear. They were labeled like, oh, they were with you to now you have friends joining on, wanting to go out with you. And, you know, so it's grown in the numbers in that way because it's no longer just, oh, you just march because you're LGBT. You march, your friends march, your families march, you know, because everyone wants the very same thing. It's a celebration, but equally it's a protest. It's still a protest and it's still as much like, you know, that we're a community building event together as well you know so i think pride represents a lot of that and the diversity within the community and also then for you to feel free to express yourself at the one day of the year who you are and without feeling that prejudice or fear of saying i'm gay or you know we don't scream it from the rooftops you don't have to it shouldn't be a world we do you know yeah but it's the one day that we can highlight there is still inequalities, you know, for us. And we still have a long way to go. So I think this year is really about highlighting um, how far we've come in 50 years, but how far we still have to go, you know. So so, so Limerick Pride is seen as a celebration by a lot of people. And you mentioned there mm-hmm. the roots in protest. So what exactly do you want to highlight this year? We want to highlight, um, obviously, to give that kind of history lesson to a lot of people who wouldn't be aware of Stonewall, you know, or what Stonewall is and how Pride began. So kind of 
to refresh that because you'd have a lot more people now who have come out over time, who have come out through the equality, come out, as you said yourself, with pride changing. And so they wouldn't, to them it's just pride celebration, great night out, you know, meeting up with friends and we get that, but it is still a protest. Uh, the overall like underline is it's a protest um, and a celebration, but that is the message then it's about highlighting Stonewall from years ago uh, letting them know how we began but also how the inequalities and highlighting them inequalities to show them that just because we have marriage referendum we only had the right to get married that was it we don't have equality within our families um, LGBT families don't have it for their own kids they don't have it for donating blood there's loads of things we don't have and um, so showing that there's still a long way to go and highlighting those issues so then uh, you're protesting and highlighting these issues mm-hmm. coming back to Stonewall yeah <coughs> for our listeners who might know mm-hmm. but what were the Stonewall rights rights the Stonewall Riots was a bar in New York uh, 50 years ago where LGBT people would go to. It was owned by the Mafia. Um, I think that's what kind of helped us in a way. And But it was owned by the Mafia and the police used to raid the bar on a regular occasion. Um, and one night the, the participants couldn't take it anymore um, and they fought back with it. And what happened was that... Uh, would they say a lesbian, a female, turned the first punch, but it was then the drag queens and trans um, people who fought. So it was the first time that the LGBT community um, came together. It led to Stonewall riots. They ended up barricading the place into the bar and and there was street riots all over for days. And that was the first big we won't take it from the LGBT um, that highlighted what was going on and after that they started with the following year a parade so that's where the parade started gathering and then actually even now with ireland we're 40 years with our gay pride in ireland has started so even with ireland's own things that came 10 years later and that came from a guy being killed up in dublin in a park so and it was the inequality of like what happened to people that killed him. They just walked out of court. And it was that moment that caused outrage in Ireland with the LGBT of so you can just kill a gay person and walk free, you know. So they showed that there was a lot to do in Ireland. And those people then stood out in the streets and started protesting and they started going from county to county. And the growth started being there. And as you see now, people come out in their thousands. So it's great to see, to think it went from, in Nimerick specifically, seven people to last year, it was like 4,000, three, 4,000. It was a crazy amount last yeah, year, yeah. So, but uh, staying, looking at Ireland's past and history there, mm-hmm. uh, it was in our lifetime that it was still illegal yeah. to be gay. I was actually kissing girls when it was illegal. <laughs> so <laughs> there's my first law broken. <laughs> um, but how yeah, does that feel yeah. growing up like that, you know? Yeah, um, I, it's crazy to know that, like, as I just said myself, like that I was going, you know, like I was breaking laws. That for I being did, who you are. For, yeah, and could be locked up for it. And that's crazy when I think of it now. And then you think there is other countries still have that. But then you look at home and the ones that don't realise that there is ones they're looking at that genuinely it was against the law to be who they are marching yeah. down the street. You could have been arrested for going down the street with the flag. And but that's just crazy to even think that was, you know, it's not that long ago, you know, when 
people think, oh, sure, we'll move past all that. We haven't. Like, even this week alone, I received to my own Instagram was um, a guy contacted me and he's in his 30s. He wouldn't be a screaming gay guy, as they call him, or, you know, pure obvious. And and he wasn't um, holding a guy's hand or anything of the sort, but he was having a conversation about a guy. And another guy overheard him speak and realized he was gay and he got homophobically attacked in Limerick this week. So there's very much a reason mm. why we have to highlight this and show, you know, it hasn't gone away. It's there at every corner and we still feel it. And like gay guys that face it like that. Um, people think then that the lesbian side, uh, we have it easier. No, it's, it isn't because we'd have the remarks, oh, you know, Kiss them there in front of us. Have they, you seen the story in uh, yeah. the UK? Not three weeks oh, the, the girls being attacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it is very true. And and unfortunately for that, but, you know, the thing that came from that was to highlight mm-hmm. that because I think an awful lot of people think um, the gay man scenario, you know, um, yeah. so the gay man has it harder. And he did do like, you know, I'm not wrong in that, but... I don't think anyone actually looks at it from the lesbian point of view and the harassment that you receive. And like, you can't, just because they know you're a lesbian, you wouldn't even have to be alongside your partner. They're trying to encourage you to think you're something out of a porn site, you know? And it is very sleazy at times. And I'm not saying all guys are like that. They are not. I have Mm -hmm. often had a guy in many a guy's company who have been one of those you know, guys that just can't stop with his mouth and tries to be the macho man yeah, and thinks yeah. he's the thing. But you you do have the odd fella that will step out, you know, in that group and say enough's enough and shut up basically yeah. and the girls alone or, you know, and they just think it's funny. It's not funny when you're sitting there and you're being, you're getting the same thing at you in a bar nonstop, you know, so it does get a nine. You try to flog it off. So what Panty kind of said that time when she made the global speech, um, about checking ourselves it's true you do you do check yourself that you're not too gay and you do check yourself that you're not being too obvious or you're not looking at your partner in the way you know that you're spending too long looking at times you do you know so until all that's gone there will still be marching up the street i'm sure our grandchildren will be still doing it till we finally get it <laughs> so, hopefully they won't need to but no uh, but so it's called limerick pride it's in limerick mm-hmm. but it's part of an international yeah uh, month of uh, highlighting these issues and you mentioned some people being persecuted in countries as it is is that something you want to highlight as well yeah yeah totally um because as much as we've come along and sorry for you know we have that bit of security now and compared to other countries and there's other ones like that you see just getting killed for it getting thrown off buildings like dim scenes that i seen before i just thought were so scary was when people got rounded up um, in countries and thrown off buildings, like just because they were gay, I couldn't imagine being in Limerick and all of a sudden you're getting rounded up and thrown off Artist Key. You know, yeah. that's scary. Like, you know, to think, you know, you're at home and this is happening. So to think of that and we are the voice for those people that can't have their voice. They're standing up, getting thrown off buildings for standing up to be who they are. So we have more power to express them. And the more we push it out, the more it's more acceptable and the norm, then hopefully it will be for them as well. And, and just because it's a thousand miles away or whatever, it doesn't yeah. mean that you can't influence no. it or change it. No, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on this week for Limerick Pride. Just mm-hmm. some 
things like uh, t-shirt printing and other events yeah um so we kick off tonight mcgeskins and that will be the launch of limerick pride then um sunday we have mr and miss gay limerick in cobblestones uh we also have monday then is pride inc um that's becoming extremely popular it's, uh, it's our first time we brought in tattoos as an event um, but yeah, that that has actually caught me by surprise, <laughs> being honest. Um, but there's a big thing to that, and everything they have their own designs for it. They're out on our Facebook pages, and um, the event pages, and they're fifty euros from fifty euros. But all proceeds of that goes to the Limerick Marine Search and Rescue, um, because I'm glad with that because we always try to link something into another charity. Um, it's not about us. Anything we try to make, we try to make it for the festival. But it, we also always like to link up with another charity to try and help them as well, you know, because if we're getting that traffic flow through us, it's nice to yeah. try and help something else. And so a lot of people don't realize, you know, that them are private, especially around, you know, volunteers and things like that. So um, then our other events, then we have cobbles. There's Queens and the Cobbles um, is Tuesday. That has turned out to be a very um, successful event last yeah. year people really liked that so we brought that back um but that's a drag competition it's it? an open mic um we'd have a few people lined up we always throw out a call which yeah. we have done so that we have a few anyway you know so we're not going to have the stage empty so the night is never just flat you know yeah. so we keep it going but in between those two people there would go up on stage so it's up my last year we had magic we had comedy acts we had drag we had guitarists you know there was loads of different Ooh. things um but everyone had so much fun and you know there'd be a limpsic battle as well so two people from the audience would be pulled up on stage so and as i keep saying with lgbt events and all they're not just lgbt you know yeah. you're not wanting to place and just because the venues is pride night oh it's all gay you know a lot of the places you know, we're just having a party. Like you were saying earlier about yeah. having alloys and stuff. And yeah. That's including the whole community. I yeah, guess, exactly. Yeah. You know, it is it is a family thing and friends. Yeah. And it isn't just all about the years, years, years ago when you'd go to a gay bar and they were down the back alleys or they were the hidden bars and you just met your group of people and yeah. you had your own conversations. You know, but your straight friends didn't dare go with you in there just <laughs> for fear they were seen coming out of there. But um, it's not like that now. You know, all the events are very open. Like my, geez, my family go to most of my Brilliant. events now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my my nieces and nephews have turned out to be the mascots of pride, I think, at this stage. So, yeah. Um, no, there's loads. And then you have Mickey Martin's the Friday, uh, the night before Mickey's. So the night before Pride, sorry, in Mickey Martin's. And that that's now a traditional night. Um, that's usually a big event every year. Oh, actually. she's pulled out all the stops Deirdre Martin has this year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she, she excites me every year. I love listening to our plans when we're going through our plans um, each year for Mickey's. I just love working with Deirdre. She's so yeah. much fun. And um, she just thinks outside the box. And she's always wants to push it. And she just really does. She takes things that she's seen in other countries. She brings them to Limerick. So a lot of things that people might notice are coming from a lot of different countries that we'd see in different events and prides. And But this year now, she, she has recognised that with Stonewall and being a very important year, she's really pulled out the stops Brilliant. this year. Um, they've, they're doing a couple of days over Pride, but we have two big events with them, and that's the Friday night and the Sunday din. Um, we have like an unwind picnic day, 
um, with Mickey's as like our close cool down party kind of thing. Um, the reason for that was we got an idea. Uh, see, the last couple of years we've had, especially last year, we had people from different counties and they were contacting me and contacting the page and they were asking what was on on the Sunday. They just wanted to go somewhere to have, you know, drink with friends and then head home. But we didn't have anything on. So this year we decided to put something on and I thought Mickey's would be a great venue for that because that has that kind of chill out thing. Um, so when I spoke to Deirdre, we booked it and I was speaking to older gays who were in their 60s and gay men. And it came up in a conversation a few months ago about, they were telling me, Do you know, about gay pride and how much gay pride has changed and what gay pride was like to them when they first started. And what they told me was um, when they had gay pride years ago, they'd all go to Dublin and they'd have a little march and then they'd all have a picnic in this field with a bit of music. So that's where the idea came from then. So that lodged in the back of my head and I was going, well, being Stonewall, wouldn't that be actually a nice event to close it with the old time gay of the picnic? So we've grass and everything sorted um so and deirdre martin and mickey's will be putting on a barbecue and cool so it'll have that old gay pride field closing yeah and then uh, obviously the the highlight of the week for most people is the parade yes on the saturday yeah uh the parade i uh, this year i am like i think so excited for the parade this year i really am and and last year I was kind of excited for it. I don't really do it with the parade. I don't know why. I think I get more nervous about the parade <laughs> than excitement. But I'm very excited this year about the parade. And uh, we've, yeah, because we've even gone into our, like we've really pushed into the parade, focused on it this year. And the amount of different companies come in and bring in their, college, you know, their employees. And there's, there really is so many so and then I'm hearing I get I think right why I'm so excited about the parade this year is I'm hearing so much from <laughs> the groups and hearing so much from different companies so say I was in with Uber um last week and their sponsors this year and they were showing me what you know the bits they're after making their banners their t-shirts and kind of where they're going with it and I was so excited about that and have their employees all marching and that and you have Northern Trust and there are other ones that have joined in like that so they're taking part in the parade and so there's very big numbers coming in um from companies like that and I know everyone and Dublin Pride are actually coming down Brilliant. Um, Dublin Pride are going to help us this year Limerick must be one of the biggest ones outside of Dublin yeah but we find with Limerick because of our bad rep from years ago it's very hard for us to attract people in so years ago with Limerick Pride it used to be the last Pride yeah. and it used to celebrate being the last Pride when I got involved I changed it to July I was kind of told it was a very big gamble to change from September to July. But I just felt like we're, people were prided out. And yeah. if we wanted to highlight Limerick, leaving it at last wasn't working. Um, even though we did lose the universities and that was a big thing, um, but they still turn up, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not as if they don't. And, and we see the flags flying are, over in well at the moment. Yeah, you know? yeah. And other prides are during the summer. So I couldn't see what the big deal was if yeah. we were to go in the summer as well. So we went and now we go straight after Dublin Pride. So we're the first Pride after Dublin Pride. And people thought that was a massive gamble for what they look like, the capital to this little city. But I just thought it was a great part to jump into. And then you have um, 
Cork and Galway are very big. See, so you have Galway that will attract people because it has that cool out, beachy feel, yeah, and yeah. you feel like you're on holidays. And it also has the old school gay, um, that real like old school community of pride and the stick. So they kind of all built up and they've all lived there and grown up like that. So they stick together. Corkton has that has grown throughout the years as well. But Limerick has really started um, up in the pace of it in the past two to three years. Um, Four years ago, I started noticing it, but it really is about pumping it and then networking. Networking is the big thing. We used to kind of close ourselves off here and be all Limerick, Limerick, Limerick and try to get out. But what I always say is we should be pushing it outside the city and also people to think of our city, not just for Limerick pride, but when people are coming to our city from outside, there is going to be a lot of people from outside Limerick coming. And this from all over Ireland to England and other places of Europe. But my thing is highlight your city, you know, have pride in that Limerick pride, you know, highlight how much you're proud of being from Limerick. And our city is beautiful. Yeah. To be fair, I do think it is one of the most beautiful cities in Ireland. If I, I'm I honest. think uh, the Grand Marshal is probably a perfect opportunity to highlight Mm, how great yeah. Limerick is and you have a Grand Marshal from outside of Limerick this year you had Richard Lynch yeah. last year yeah and the year before that it was Tenny Tenny yeah. we had and Tenny as well so we would have had the first ever trans Grand Marshal who was Broaden and I yeah. thought he was an amazing speaker and and Richard was last year for the I Love Limerick he's always positive about Limerick yeah you know. and he was kind of surprised I even asked him because we'd <laughs> be dealing with each other so much yeah. he was kind of like what do you know he kind of running out of ideas of who to ask you know <laughs> so I was like no no but when I told him my reasonings and all that he was very flattered I was delighted last year as well actually I got a picture of Richard and RuPaul reshared it which was Oh, when RuPaul um, tweeted him to say best of luck and stuff, was it? He got a picture. I got a picture of Richard Richard Mm -hmm. uh, in the parade and RuPaul put it up and just said happy Pride, you know, happy Limerick Pride. Yeah. I don't think that's brilliant just to see someone with that following and internationally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he'd Give wished Limerick us Pride luck as well. Yeah, um, in a video. At the start of the week, he had, yeah. um, I think it was trying out like a tweet or something, wishing us luck. And then when when the picture went out, he retweeted it then and said about Limerick Pride. And I thought that was great for us as well, Brilliant. because I was like, you just put Limerick massively on the map yeah. if it's RuPaul saying it, you know. <laughs> um, and then we had it in our heads as well that we wanted to bring a RuPaul drag queen this year. So we were kind of going, all right, this could work. And you that's know, for the Climax Party, which is yeah. massive in Dolan's as well. But yeah. before that, we have the Hunt Museum. Oh, the Hunt Museum, yeah. Um, we have the back of the Hunt Museum from three to six, and that's a free family event. We have a free bouncer castle, uh, free pay face painters this year as well. Um, the cone van will be on site. The, do we have entertainment? We have um, the group from the girl duo from Cork who were on Ireland's Got Talent, Sparkle. So they'll be playing. Um, we have the Outen who will be hosting it with Jen Ronan. Um, we have... Ireland's youngest drag queen, actually. Uh, I've seen on GCN as a magazine for gays that this young drag queen, it was the youngest drag queen in the country anyway, I was after winning this competition. So then a few days later, he had another article out and the headline was his dream was to perform in Limerick. So come on now. His mom's How? from Limerick, I think. Yeah, she? Yeah. yeah. So couldn't resist it then. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we contacted him. So I found that strange now to be dealing with 
a farmer's mother for a change. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, so he's coming up. And so there's a few, you know, to showcase them. And we're also hoping to get the drag race and the water going. I just have to speak to Dave and convince him. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) And then the the climax party then with UGB. Yeah. um, Excited. There's a great buzz about that. Uh, I actually heard this only the other day and... I had to laugh about it was people thought it was a publicity stunt and um, when we you know highlighted like attention tickets you know buy yeah. your tickets as fast and we're told, oh yeah they're doing that for a publicity stunt I can guarantee you it's not um, and <laughs> do not come crying to me Sunday and I I'm not going to that door for no one on Saturday <laughs> night if they're saying I can't get in I'm not going out to the door I have your said, work is nearly done I have game. said it enough times <laughs> and people aren't listening well obviously some are but the ones locally are thinking oh yeah 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 but because it's Limerick Pride I know that Limerick Pride um, events doesn't like sell so well online it's usually on the night so I have said to those about us holding tickets um, for the door because just in case, because it's not fair and people who will come to the city and next yeah. So I am trying to all the time and I'll be saying it in all my speeches, you know, at Pride Fest is do get down there early. If you do not have a ticket, please <laughs> queue at the door early because it will, you know, we have a funny feeling we will have to stop. You're saying this would um, probably be the biggest pride I date, do so. really believe it um, because i give you an example, say, of our Climax Party. So our Climax Party, the overall ticket sales, our final number of the last few years, we have now nearly four times reached that already and we still have a week to go. So... You know, and this is where it picks up now. This is where our sales actually pick up to that number. So the fact that we have four over four times past that number already and it's only now kicking off for people. So that's why we're kind of really warning people because we have not seen this happening with the Climax Party. And then we have, um, say, the parade numbers coming into me. The amount of groups coming in registering is definitely gone 10 times higher than what I would have even had last year. And last year I would have thought was huge. So and even the numbers of coming in, say, for example, like I'd have groups last year, a group would have one group would have said they're putting in 15 this year, their numbers 100. So there's a very <laughs> big difference. Um, so like, you know, I'm getting numbers of of each, even small groups are coming in at 50, 75 and 100 and the companies are mostly 100. So it's really, really big. Um, I I keep saying it to people and I, I don't think it's going to really hit people till next week. I think because people in their heads go, yeah, it's grown every year, it's grown every year, but I'm seeing the numbers behind the scenes and I'm kind of going, it's extremely big this year. <laughs> um, so I've even panicked going, I'm sure I'll be in a meeting with the council soon now over this to answer this. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm very excited. And I think of all the years for it to be Stonewall. And I've always mentioned Stonewall in speeches throughout the years, yep. um, just bringing it in here and there or about respecting it. So the fact I'm the chair for the year of it, I am just, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally for myself, yeah, it does. And and then to be my own city, of course, you know, being from Limerick. So, yeah, definitely it means because I just really want to highlight Limerick. And I like as Richard is and, you know, it is about trying to highlight the city. And, yeah. you know, and I know Richard does it through the I love Limerick and things and my ways through Limerick pride. But 
we do tie in a lot to try and help that, but we do have, at the end of the day, the same goal, and that is to be positive with Limerick and to show people Limerick isn't what Limerick was 15, 20 years ago. It's far from that now. And, mm-hmm. you know, you'll have bad apples everywhere throughout, no matter yeah. where you go. But as a city itself, it's beautiful. Like, and even last year, I remember there was people that came last year to Pride who had never been to Limerick ever and I had been trying to convince these certain people for about four years to come to Limerick and they were like no no it's not our team we're going to go to Cork and we're going to <laughs> you know so they gave Limerick a go last year and they all booked into hotels when they got here and they were all meant to go home you know and this year this year they all have their tickets even bought for the climax party in their hotels booked so you know and they said the very same thing they loved seeing like down by the castle and the river they just thought it was beautiful and if we get weather like we've had the last few days yeah 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 yeah, that's the only thing i'd be advising people like you know last year i found the weather was beautiful and everyone stayed out all day and were wasted couldn't even make the night time so please pace yourselves this year (laughs) And uh, Lisa, I was driving out to a job yesterday in Ballyhora right. and I was listening to the radio and your voice came on. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a lovely story. Oh, the RT one. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You were saying, you, you have a daughter now. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you were saying you hope she doesn't come to you saying she's gay. That you'd hope she just says she met a girl or she met a guy. Yeah, we had the interview was just chatting away if I knew they were actually going to use that part of it I would have said it better <laughs> than the way it came across so I think but, it came across perfectly but they said they wanted it natural um, I didn't realise it was going to be that that they'd take from it but um, yeah it was my message really from that now that I look at it now and hear it is I I find that when you're coming out gay and it's so hard to understand yourself and you're in denial and confusion and all that. And then when you finally get to a point where you're some bit, okay, I am, and you can accept that, you still have that dreaded moment in your head mentally and and emotionally of trying to tell people you care about. And it's so daunting and scary. And I remember so many times trying to tell my own man, saying, right, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to tell her, I have to tell her. And... I just couldn't and it was that scaredness and every person I know that has come out even my own partner and I've seen how hard it was for her yeah and you know and it's so daunting on someone so I just would like an Ireland that we lived in that when someone realizes they're gay that they just come in their door and they don't like as I said in the ad with my own daughter Saoirse and it's easy for me to say you know but I don't want her to come in the door ever to me and say ma'am I have something to tell you ma'am I'm gay I'd rather she just walked in and said ma'am I'm in a relationship and you know and then was like if it's a girl it's a girl if it's a boy it's a boy you know it doesn't matter if it's a thing that she just doesn't know who she is and one of the reasons she was named Saoirse was freedom and that was the freedom for her to be able to express herself and be herself and I don't want her ever caged in and I don't think anyone should so if we could find a way in us for the future that the label stuff and you know and just See, that this don't is have something that, that a hetero person will never have to do no and that's what I say why, about why the straight think? pride stuff I don't agree yeah. with this carry on oh yeah. why don't we have a straight pride until the door that you until the day that you are getting remarks thrown at you walking down the streets and yeah. beat up and to stupid remarks at you and and not feeling like you can actually 
like comfortably. So if someone came up to you and said, say, do you know, say you're married again and someone says, um, are you in a relationship? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And automatically their heads, it's a woman. Do yeah. you get me? So for instance, for me, automatically to them, it's a man. Mm. And so it's that explaining, uh, no. And they'd be like, oh, what's his name? It's not a he, uh, her name. So how I always is her name is. And straight away you see that reaction, you know. So it's always that even when you move house, when you move to a new job, it's that coming out over and over yeah. and over again. And how does that feel? It's it can be daunting because each time you do it and I found it myself is you're waiting for the other person's reaction because you know who you are yeah. and everyone who knows you knows who you are. But someone who's just met you doesn't. So you have to deal with that all over again. And it can be very daunting. And you still get, like, I have still got things, you know. I have recently had um, a person come to me um, and asked, you know, I was presumed because I was pregnant that yeah. I had a boyfriend. And because, say, someone would have said their partner, you know, so they yeah. presumed it was a guy. And when they said it to me then about my boyfriend, Simon, I said, well, I don't have a boyfriend. And they looked and goes, oh, right, you're going to bring up the baby in your own. I said, no, I'm not. And <laughs> and then I said it and the person froze with me. I like, went very, didn't know how to continue the conversation with me or anything. They goes, all right, I have to go there. And I was like, OK, so didn't see that person for a few days, but it did stay in my head going, yeah. right, my one's obviously has an issue, you know. But she kind of came around and she came back and she was grand. But I think it was that kind of just a bit stunned, a shock of her um, realizing, oh, God, she doesn't have a boyfriend. But it was still that moment for me at my age. And I'm out so long and so involved with it. And I said this to people, I'm supposed to be the voice or all that. I still face it every single day. Yeah. And people think, oh, it's grand. Sure. Oh, you'd be grand, you know, and like it is there, you know, yeah. it really is. So how does this perception change, do you think? Um, Honestly, I think it's just that if we kind of more so open our minds to everyone is yeah. we're humans and stop being honestly, if we stop being bloody so nosy about who everyone <laughs> sleeps with, I think that actually could be the trick. If we stop interfering in people's lives and letting it bother us who yeah. someone else is with, like, for instance, is it my business if my neighbor is looking at the same man all her life? No, I'm yeah. not looking at him. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm not putting up with him. <laughs> do you know that my neighbor's putting up with him? Do you know I'm not? I'm just saying neighbor. Do you know? But do you know it doesn't matter to me who that person is with because, and do you know like I don't understand that, and I think that should be more. If people actually reach that point and get more acceptance, see it more, and I think that's the only way we can move forward. And obviously, it's going to be that slow process of the more you see the rainbow flags, and we will have, and I have every single year. We have the trolls and we'll have them up on YouTube and they'll slate everything down yeah. to what I'm wearing, what way my hair is and how I'm sick because I'm supporting all these women in drags and dresses and knickers, as they put it. And I got all that last year. Why are you sitting at your computer on a laptop checking up drag queens yeah, and, yeah. Women and fellas in knickers? <laughs> and um, why are you actually making a fashion statement of what I look like? So I'd be asking questions about why you're in your bedroom on a laptop. <laughs> comment on a lesbian's dress sense and also tell them you don't think they look gay enough. So apparently you have to look gay enough to be LGBT. <laughs> so... All those reasons, I'd be so that's my thing over the years. Before I used to get very insulted and insecure about it. Now I found a more 
just I don't care what yeah, your you opinion is. Just live your is. life. And yeah, I just I always reverse it like that. That guy to me would say if that person troll last year when he put up a thing and he was there on um, in his bedroom having the paper out in front of him of the Limer Post it actually was and it was all, you know, the picture of it and myself, Richard and the drag queens and he had something to say about every one of us and I was like people contacted me to alert me at this because I wouldn't have seen this and they were like oh you know don't get don't take it personal blah 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 when I seen it I laughed at it I was like yeah. why would I have got very bad over that and people <laughs> were like going, would you not and I goes no I said look I said he's sitting at home I said in his bedroom with the limer post paper I said comment on, on what we're wearing and everything and saying how sick the LGBT are but what's he doing I said his curtains are even pulled so what kind of individual is that no it's grand you stay in your room love and you stay in the closet that's okay <laughs> you know and if he wants a rainbow flag posted out then just send me your address the next time that's no problem so uh, as the chairperson of Limerick Pride do you think in the ideal world there won't be a need for a Limerick Pride festival um I think if it was an acceptance say we had a hundred percent acceptance everywhere yeah. And it was no longer um, needed as a protest. I think I'd like to see a Limer Pride stay there because of the wording in itself, Limer yeah, Pride. Yeah, yeah. And I think rather than just being the rainbow, I think we should be the rainbow, the green and white. I think it should be everything and just come up to us and say, yeah, we're proud of our city. And I think yeah, it should be that, do you know. And even if we do it in a way that it stands against, do you know, all the ones, the bad apples of the city that want to tear and tarnish our name. Mm. So we have that one day of the year that is a limmer pride and going, these citizens are proud of our city and have a look at us. And there's more of us than ye and we will keep the city positive. So I think there is. Yeah. And then we can spread that out throughout the year as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Why not put us all under it if we'll have a great time? So uh, Lisa, for anyone who is interested in Limerick Pride events, where can they find out about them? Oh, you'll find everything on our website at www.limerpride.ie and our Facebook and Instagram pages. So And the same with people who want to get involved. Get involved, yeah. If you want to do the open mic, feel free, just turn up. If you want to let us know in advance, just drop us a mail on our Facebook page. But you can turn up from 8 onwards in Cobblestones on Tuesday if you want to. Um, and after that's just turn up to all our events, have fun. Even if you're there on your own, you have no one to go out with. Trust me, you will make friends. It's the gay scene. It always <laughs> happens. Someone loves to talk to someone. So, no, you will make friends. And if, if you are there and you're feeling uncomfortable and you haven't been used to an LGBT event and you don't know anyone, make yourself know. Come up to the committee. You will notice committee members. Um, a few of them love the microphones too much anyway, so you'll, <laughs> you'll recognize them. And so just let them know and just let them know it's your first time or and that, you know, you don't really know anyone. We will. You know, we're not going to bring you off that table and go, this person has no friends. Will you be friends with them? It's not going to be like that. You can sit in our company and we'll all get to know each other. And then before you know it, by the time the parade comes, you have another family. <laughs> so that's the way it happens. Brilliant. Lisa, thanks very much for joining us. On no the problem at all. And happy and Pride. Pride. <laughs> You've been listening to We Are Limerick, a Limerick Post podcast. For more news, sport, entertainment and more podcasts, visit limerickpost.ie.